to Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker. This is a Steph squared, Steph with a PH, that's me, interviewing Steph with an F from the land down under. Welcome to, I hope, your first Canadian podcast. I believe it is. Uh, No, it definitely is my first Canadian podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, the reason I think it's your first Canadian podcast is because you liked to confuse me for an American. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just making that distinction right now. <laughs> right. So Canada is not a state of the United States of America. Is that correct? Uh, geography <laughs> in 2020. No, no, <laughs> no, no. My friends, it is an honor, really, truly, to get this woman on the other side of a microphone because Steph Hansen spends her days literally running around the globe when she could run around the globe, interviewing and speaking with mostly female athletes in the sport of triathlon. And now you have been at home in Melbourne doing the same over Zoom. And I love it when we get to flip the mic on you. And I am so stoked that you would jump on this podcast so that I get to ask you all the questions. Well, you are welcome. No, it's very weird being on the other side. Yeah, I, I, I'm used to being in control. <laughs> Well, in the name of control, I had the privilege of actually riffing with you on your podcast not that long ago. We will include that interview in the notes below. But one thing I appreciate about your podcast is your warm up. And your warm ups typically include or involve some form of banter about shows, (laughs) movies, things that I don't understand. So I pulled up a warm up exercise because I thought it was only fair that we get you warmed up as well, but more a la Corker. Are you up for that? Let's do it. So this is a this or that, and I'm just going to name things off and we're going to get to know you really quickly playing this or that. Ready? I love it. Yeah. Yep. Dog or cat? Dog. Netflix or YouTube? Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Um, probably YouTube. So we almost stumped her on question two. Oh, no. <laughs> Phone call or text? Text. Definitely not email. Don't email Steph Hansen. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, can I take that back? Yes. Yeah, because text, if just to get stuff, shit, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? You can swear. Sorry. Text just to get shit done, but phone call, I love riffing with mates and actually yeah. talking. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. Music or podcasts? Podcasts at the moment. Form or function? Ooh. Function. Okay. Pop or indie? Indie. Oh, big party or small gathering? (laughs) Party! Yeah. Everything you need to know about Steph Hansen right here. The bigger the party with the less people that she knows, she will leave with more friends than she started every time. Oh, it's one of my favorite things ever. And I would like to remind you that that is a very unique trait and it's incredible. So... Oh yeah there you go um work (laughs) hard or play hard am I allowed to say both absolutely okay (laughs) laundry or dishes what's worse oh oh god dishes 
Mm. That's why I don't do either of them. (laughs) (laughs) Shower, 100%. Cannot stand a bath. Don't like sitting still for too long. Yep. Got it. Sneakers or sandals? That's sneakers. Yeah. Okay. I was like, you know what sandals are in Canada? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Email or a letter? What do you like to receive more? What do you like to receive? Well, let's go letter because I hate Amen. Yeah. Amen. Passenger or driver? Driver. (laughs) We can riff on that one. Uh, Most (laughs) important in a partner, intelligent or funny? Funny. Mm, Car or truck? Car. Money or free time? Free time. Mm, Coke or Red Bull? Coke. Coffee cup or thermos? Like paper cup or reusable cup? Oh, reusable. Great. Train or plane? Uh, oh, plane, because I can get somewhere I need to be faster. Mm. But I do enjoy being on a train. Like going through Europe on a train, awesome. Mm. Cool, yeah. Mm. And finally, iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot. Always? Not always, but the majority of the time. Like if you're hot, do you go hot coffee? I will. Yes. Most of the time. Yes. I don't often get a a cold coffee. Although going to the States um, when coffee isn't always great, I feel like an iced coffee tends to be better. Got it. Yeah. 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 So everything we need to know about the, you know, one of the most predominant women covering women in sport is that she's a coffee snob who likes to drive yet will accept other people driving her around under only very certain circumstances, will wear sneakers even when it's very hot out because then she can run, will make (laughs) friends at any gathering, large or small, regardless of gender, of course, and doesn't want to do the laundry or the dishes. Enough said. Great. Nailed it. Thank you for having me on the podcast. This has been great. Do you feel warmed up? (laughs) Totally. Perfect. I want to talk about so many things and I know we're bound to time and that's a beautiful thing because the goal, I started this podcast in the name of being able to whip something out during a like treddy session or a, you know, a quick hit that someone could listen to on a trainer. And of course they've gotten longer. Um, But you raging triathlete, like myself, we love to race. And then you went on, and I think it was almost 10 years ago. Is that true? That you launched What's Up? Yeah. Yep. Nearly 10 years ago, nearly a decade, you've devoted to covering the stories and providing media at times when you've been the only media outlet for women in sport. And I... I mean, like your podcast where you don't want to talk about triathlon for too long. It's not that I don't want to talk about this, but it just feels so important that you've chosen to dedicate your life to these stories. And I want to know what the why was behind it. So, I mean, I guess I've told this story quite a few times, but I th- it sums it up really well. Um, I guess, I, so I was writing for a triathlon magazine and I just interviewed one of the greatest athletes our sport has ever seen, Caroline Steffen, who I'm now really close with. Mm. And I thought it was a great interview, not not because of the interviewer, but because <laughs> Caroline is a great subject. And she didn't appear on the cover of that mm. edition. And I, I was just a bit baffled. So I said to the editor, what? why don't we have many women on the, on the cover? And his response was women don't sell magazines. And 
it just, it was that light bulb moment because it was, it wasn't a loaded question. I wasn't coming at it from an equality point of view. It was just a very pure, simple question, but the answer was not a very pure, simple answer. And that is what was that triggered that light bulb that made me want to change that attitude. And I think the overwhelming sense of I grew up never feeling like I wasn't equal to my brothers or my friends who were boys or girls. I just felt equal, never had an issue with it. And that's when I realized that there probably were some inequalities out there. And I just wanted everyone else to feel like I did in terms of not having to feel like they weren't the same as someone else or that Mm -hmm. there was any inequalities out there. I guess it was the first time I really recognized it. Right. Now, I just watched this YouTube video called The Story of Stuff, um, which I thought was very fascinating. It's about 20 minutes long. And it speaks about the life cycle of products and just what jerks were being basically to the environment along the way. And it could have been written a month ago. You really wouldn't know. But in fact, it was written or it was done um, 11 years ago. And I thought of you because I thought 10 years ago, how have you seen women being covered in sport differently? How have you seen your involvement or your take on sport and commitment to females having more airtime? Has it changed? I think in our sport, it's definitely changed. It's funny because every now and then I have to ask, you know, that question, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Am I am I achieving what I set out to do? And I think it's important to always ask myself that question. I don't don't always get the response that I want, but that's okay. It means I'll, (laughs) I'll change things. But I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that I think by us providing that platform and putting women out there has made other platforms, magazines lift their game as well. So women are getting a lot more equal exposure. Hmm. In saying that, there's still some really, really obvious things that haven't changed because we're still working with changing a culture. It's not as simple as putting a woman on the front of a cover or, you know, giving them an interview. It's, it's really simple things down to, say, for example, we get a press release about a race and the talking point would have to be the women's race, but they still refer to the men's race first because that's what they have always done. And to me, that doesn't make sense. Your headline is Marinda Carfrey, 20 million champion Ironman world champion, you know, but hey, here's what happened in the men's race first. And to me, that just doesn't make sense. And that isn't actually anything to do with men versus women. That's just simple. This is your lead story. Why are you not leading with it? So still those little things like that, that just, it just takes time. And it's just being consistent with what we're doing and pulling people up on it, but not just to bitch and moan about it, but actually educating people about why it's important to change this culture and so I think that's what keeps me going is that it is it's a constant education it's a constant discussion I certainly don't think that you hit a point and you're like all right cool our work here is done I've seen some big changes but then there's some I guess at the very core of it things still need to change so it's not just lip service you know we're not just oh he's a cover of a female or you know what I mean it's Mm -hmm a culture needs to shift. In saying all that, if you look at the sport, 
as the greater community, there's still a lot more work to be done with that. And we see different codes, different sports making changes, but you know, you still open a newspaper, at least here in Australia, and you still got 95% coverage of men's sport versus Mm. 5% coverage of women's sport. And we've got a long way to go. Yeah. Mm. I'm curious, be it within our sport a brand or outside of our sport and someone else in a similar position to you, who do you look to for inspiration or who said another way is who's doing it really well? Who do you think is doing a great job at elevating the, the conversation of women in sport? Um, great question. And if well, I can be I honest, mean, when I was thinking sure. about this question, I didn't know. I was like, I think Wazelle is doing a great job for, the running community and that might feel a little bit more American focused, but I was yeah. like, Steph, like I'm super curious. Who do you look to? The thing is, it's such a good question. And I, I definitely don't have a flat out response because I draw inspiration from so many different areas of life. I guess in terms of women in sport here in Australia, the Australian football league launched the women's, Australian Football League a couple of years ago and they did it really well you know it's not a global thing so it's a bit hard to sort of explain how it all worked outside of Australia but they you know they had female and some of the players were ambassadors before they even started their first match because they they wanted to make these women superstars Mm. um I think they've done an amazing job. The thing is, that's probably our most sort of lucrative sport here in Australia. So they do have a bit of money behind them to be able to do that. I think with a lot of other sports, one of the biggest sticking points is the lack of funding, the lack of money to Mm. give to women's side of things. I think that's a ridiculous excuse, but that's, you know, that's what you constantly get told. Outside of sport, I mean, I look at... Just for example, the Me Too movement in Hollywood, things like that I look to and I'm like, what can we learn from that that we can bring into our own sport? I also look at our own sport and think we, you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're still such a young sport. How can we actually influence other sports that have been around for a lot longer and who have a culture that is so much more set in stone than ours? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you look at cycling, for example, and they... They've been around for a long time and they just seem to have a constant uphill battle. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's where like, I start to think maybe I should be looking at cycling as well because what can I do to help you know, that sport? And I'm fascinated by that as well and think that, that they've got so many opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that really answered your question. But uh, yeah, I'm constantly looking at other... I grab bits and pieces from all, all over the place. Right. Said like a true pioneer and a true entrepreneur, you are in exactly oh. the right space because they're, what you're looking at is a, is a space, even 10 years later, that you know, is thirsty for inspiration. And mm. you know, you're looking elsewhere because it's not right in front of you. And you are willing and excited to create because nothing yet exists. And I think that's really cool. It's also much like female cycling, very difficult, (laughs) but it's very commendable that you can look at the world and think, how can I take on all of these battles? Mm. Really? Sorry. I was just going to say as well, the thing is wits up itself has evolved so much over the 10 years. And I don't mean, you know, it's just gotten bigger, but my 
focus and direction has sort of shifted a little bit here and there as I've evolved as a person, the world has changed. My world has changed since having a kid, you know? So while I might be sitting here today saying, this is what we need to be doing in a couple of years that could have shifted, which I think is really interesting based on, you know, I started saying, we need to give a platform to the most incredible athletes on the planet who just so happen to be women as well. That's what I wanted to do. And then it sort of evolved over time. I'm like, all right, well, how do we get more women involved in the sport? Because that's equally as important. And hmm. what, you know, what stories should we be telling to keep the women who are in the sport staying in the sport, but then get more people involved? And, you know, so that's constantly evolving. Right, right. So, to that point, yes, it's been 10 years and you've done incredible work in 10 years. And I want you to look in the rear view mirror for a minute and say, who has been your most memorable or your most proud interview so far in your career? Uh, you that know, feels like a really tough question. It's, it is really hard. And it's something that I would ask other people as well, oh, good. you know, and I, the thing is, I mean, you know, me, you know, I work better on the fly because it's more authentic for me. I don't, I don't like to plan you know, these kind of answers and stuff. Cause yeah. I'd much prefer what, what really sticks out in my head. And the first thing that came to mind was doing an interview with Jody Kanama, who was Jody mm-hmm. Swallow at the time. And we were in, I think it was Bahrain. It was Bahrain or Dubai. I can't remember which one it was. And I didn't know Jody very well. I, you know, I was still, reasonably green I guess in terms of really doing some deep dives in some topical discussions and I reached out to her and we did a it was a just a video interview and this is before I knew how to set up microphones and all this kind of stuff so you know the me now looks back and, and says damn it I wish I had have you know had that recorded properly but the the essence of it the content of it was amazing and she felt really comfortable to open up about some really personal issues, uh, issues with body image, eating disorders and disordered eating. And I just remember being blown away that she trusted me with that story. And I think that was kind of a turning point for me when I realized that that is one of my strengths. I like to think that people feel comfortable talking to me and they trust me with their stories, which to me is such a great honor. Mm. And those stories are important for that person to tell, but for so many people to hear. And uh, that was definitely a turning point for me. I think it's one of your most beautiful superpowers without question. You are absolutely able to get so much out of people that they wouldn't otherwise talk about. And you're one of those people Mm -hmm. that granted you'd walk into a bar and like people just want to talk to you and you'd have one drink and they, then they think you're their best friend and they would probably (laughs) tell you a lot. And it's almost a, a true gift of being someone to interview because you'll get answers and content that, that no one's ever heard before. And it's so authentic because as you've said, you probably didn't even plan it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then you get the story will tell you and then they say to me at the end oh that's off the record <laughs> like yeah. I appreciate you telling me and I'm not trying to you know get a story from you but there's a part of me that definitely goes oh my god that would be amazing it's so <laughs> good tell it. <laughs> yeah of course so okay now looking ahead and perhaps this is a woman in our sport or or not but if you could you know, go deep and go inside like someone's home a day in the life with one person who you have not yet done. And maybe I would say like dead or alive, like anyone, who would it be? 
Did you say in our sport? Well, I want to say in our sport, but maybe you have a different relationship with other athletes as well. No, uh, no, we'll stay with our sport. This seems like such an obvious answer, but I'm fascinated by this person and she's hard to break down. She's, yeah. it's Daniela Reef. Yes. Like I would actually just love to switch off cameras, switch off microphones, can't write, can't take photos and just spend a day with her mm. and just watch. I just, I'm really fascinated by her. She's, she's such a unique character, but then I guess not a un, so much of a unique character in elite sport because so many elite and professional athletes have got game face and we, we don't get to see behind, behind the scenes. But that's what I'm fascinated in. And like I've said about other athletes, I, I do get that opportunity to, to go behind the scenes with a lot of athletes. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, you know, I wanted to speak to her after Kona last year mm. when she didn't have the race that she was capable of. And, you know, I wanted to, I, I thought she was incredibly humble and amazing when she crossed the line. And that would have been so tough but it was like one of the first times I saw a bit of emotion. Mm. She didn't break down or anything, but you could see like that was, that was hard. So I want to spend time with her. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. I find her really interesting, but yeah, she's, yeah. she's, a, she's hard, hard, she's hard nut to crack. Nut to crack. Yeah. 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 And said. I get it. Totally right. get it as well. Right. Yeah. Totally understand. I've no issues with it, but yeah, she's like my, what's the, um, my white whale. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that a, yeah. is that a fable or something? I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And okay. So we're going to stay looking ahead. And that is one of my favorite questions actually to ask entrepreneurs. And that is the, the vision. What are you working toward? And my Buddhist teacher would tell me wherever you go, there you are. So why do you need to worry about where you're going? And the crazy triple-A type goal-driven humans that you and I are make me think, where are you going? Where, where are you headed? And if there was one milestone for you from a business perspective that you could, dare I say, cross off or check off the list, what would that be? Uh, Steph, I think you're going to be disappointed in my answer. No, no such thing. I don't know. Beautiful. That's a wonderful thing. I get, yeah. the only thing that I have to follow that up with is like, do you wish you knew or do you feel really okay not knowing? I fluctuate between both of those answers. I think some days I wish I knew, but then I look back at how I got to wits up when I was doing all this stuff. You know, I was, I was in triathlon, I was coaching, I was commentating, I was writing, I was doing all the things and just doing stuff because I loved it and knew it would lead me somewhere but didn't know where and then it hit me. Mm. And so I need to trust in that process because I know that works and I feel like that's where I'm at at the moment. I'm doing things. I feel like I'm doing the right things. Yeah. But where is that going to lead me right now? I don't know and I kind of need to just sit with it for a bit longer. But what I am searching for at the moment is I need to find again I feel like I need to sink my claws into something. I need, oh. I need something to drive me, something to be, not that I'm not passionate about what I do, but I feel, feel like I'm close, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. Yeah. Cause I, as you know, I like, I'm just driven by 
not driven by money. I'm driven by passion and achieving something. But what what that specific thing is, I will yeah. have to get back to you about. I love that you're so honest because I think so many entrepreneurs don't know. And if you're not an entrepreneur and you're working for someone, typically that someone tells you where they're going or what matters. And so it's the most honest to be able to declare, I'm not sure. And we are recording this in the midst of COVID. And in (laughs) fairness to you, you know, yes, COVID impacted athletes, but COVID also impacted everywhere that athletes were going to be this year that you were going to be. So of course your world gets flipped upside down and media and marketing budgets get flipped upside down. And then you sit there and think, what does this mean? And where, you know, Mm. where, where are we going? So I, I love the, the honesty and it's a good job that I know how to reach you on the phone so that we can riff on this topic. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, I hate to do this and I knew it would happen, but we're at time and it comes so fast. Yep. And our last question that we always close every uncorked podcast with is what is currently making your heart beat faster, Steph? I'm glad that you threw in there currently because Uh, yeah, I feel like I am searching for the bigger, bigger mm, picture heartbeat. mm. But I think the thing, uh, this is so lame. No, but it's, it's Frankie. Every Uh, time I'm doing stuff, I just feel like, I need to bring it back to her. And, but that's work-related as well. Why am, I doing, why am I doing this specific thing? Because I think in the future, it'll be great for her. Amazing. You know, I just need to remind myself every now and then, one of the coolest parts of what I do is that this kid is surrounded by some of the greatest people on the yes. planet, inspiring, powerful, driven, incredible women and men. We hang out with a few men too. And she, she doesn't know it yet, but I know that that will be sinking in somehow mm. for her. Yeah. And that's, that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, what makes my heart beat is her laugh is mm. just, I love making people laugh and I've got my yep. little audience 24 <laughs> seven and it's unreal. <laughs> oh gosh. You also have your toddler wits up model because seeing your <laughs> little one in a wits up trucker hat is probably Mate. adorable. The most adorable. <laughs> She threw on my beanie the other day as well. And I was like, oh, so cute. She just Little wants to stinker. be like you. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we will include a link to your Instagram just to capture moments of, of that little adorable Frankie. What do you mean? I don't post many photos of her at all. Oh gosh. It's so cool. I love that you do. I, speaking of that, it also says so much that you have barely missed a beat. And I know that it's come at a high cost of being a new mom, a mom of a toddler, still traveling the world and still making time to make it all work. And it doesn't go unnoticed that you are one of the few females out doing what you're doing. And there's a reason because if you have to raise a child, you know, there's only so many times Frankie can come along during the day. And it's what a balancing act and what a juggle and what a true art you have managed to do to this point in Frankie's life. Like really. So way to go, mom. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for saying it. It doesn't go unnoticed because some days it doesn't feel like that. So it's nice to hear that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's day in and day out. I mean, it's still here. We are on the other side of the world. You're on zoom and 
you, you don't want to ask Frankie to be quiet. You don't want Frankie not to be there. You're like, forget Zoom. Let's hear this little squawker. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Steph, it's a privilege. It's an honor to call you a friend and to know that the work you're doing in the world makes a huge difference because there really are not many outlets and voices and people who care about capturing a woman in her true essence, the stories your story of Jody, your desire to capture the stories that aren't told, and the endurance that it takes. Your stamina to be in the business that you're in is truly incredible. So thank you for everything that you do. I'm very excited for the world to open up again because it would be really great to hang out. Um, oh, we're coming to Canada. <laughs> come to Canada. I mean, I think you want to go to the States because you have this, you know, thing with <laughs> basketball or something i'm sure i can do ice hockey oh you want to do ice hockey yeah that's yeah good on you i'd show you a really good time in canada oh my gosh i'm there (laughs) that's it mate thank you thank you